You're listening to Work Tape, episode 53. Welcome to the Work Tape podcast. It is episode 53, and we are back in the studio with Jeff Hall and, yeah, you know the other guy. Who cares about his name? <laughs> anyway, Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm um, pretty excellent. I'm fantastic. I see we have some streamed instruments again. Yeah, I'm going to put mine down. You're going to put yours down? Are you joking? It distracts me. It distracts me. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I can't focus on talking. Oh um, my gosh. Pick it up and play Billy Talent again. You're doing that Billy Talent thing. Oh. I can't forget to go back like to the B. Four times or something. Then to the D. And then back to the B? Yeah. That one is from 2002? 2004? Two or four? Three. Nope. Maybe it is three. I think it is 03. Okay. Yeah, it's right in between. Play, uh, play Eha's line. <laughs> oh, the... Or I guess Billy basically hijacked that in the studio, right? Yeah, pretty much. always good that sounds like you're playing like moon in antarctica yeah the um oh that one is that My favorites. That was a good song. That one or um Yeah. Half of them right now. Right now. 
<laughs> Laugh hard, it's a long ways to the bank. <laughs> that one, or uh, cool. Ocean Breeze Salty. Oh, that's a good song. Do you know that one? No, I should try to learn that one. You should try to learn that. They're one of your favorite bands. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. I don't know like a wide majority of Bob Marley tracks. Yeah. Figure them out pretty quick though. You got a good ear, so. Yeah, well, that's a lie. And <laughs> number two, <laughs> just kidding. It's tricky. I mean, some of his songs are pretty easy to translate to like, you know, I mean, rock playing. I mean, everyone, obviously the... song yeah i mean that one's easy yeah i remember you tried showing me that and i i still can't get it really no i'm kind of like retarded on instruments and mine i think it's a good song i it kind of grew on me but i like other tracks by him anyway yeah but it is a good singer songwriter track yeah good one to play um campfires and like it's one of those songs that people know and they like that's the worst part about the song <laughs> yeah but honestly it's also the best because then if you want to be that guy. In a way. In like, a oh, way. Let me play Wonderwall next. And then I'm going to play, uh, what is it? Kiss Me. <laughs> it's like all the cliche acoustic <laughs> guitar songs that the and guys pull out. Da, 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 da. I can't even do it. I can't even do the song. There are many things that I It's too, it's too, uh, after all, you're my wonder wall. Yeah. <laughs> Backbeat, the world never really had it now. <laughs> you know, that song's actually really good. It is really good. It's a really good song. <laughs> People were waiting for the Oasis bashing, which I always do, but I will always love that song as corny as it is. It's only corny because people make it corny, though. It's not a bad song. It does get stuck in your head, though. It does. Mm-hmm. So this is the cool thing about the 90s. The 90s were that time where guitar was at the forefront of pop rock. Yeah. I would even kind of put that forward to like a little bit of the aughts. Like remember... Uh... I don't remember that. I feel the same. Is it all inside my head? Is nice. it all inside my head? Yeah, that one's good. I don't know who that is. Who's Six that? Pence None the Richer. Oh, okay. Kiss me. Because you like Kiss Me. Yeah. Kiss me. Never mind <laughs> I didn't know I was going to use my falsetto today. I know you got a good falsetto, man. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I've been smoking too many cigars and cigarettes and my like, like dying. You did want to talk about that with our viewers, actually. You're you're saying not to smoke? Yeah. Um, don't do drugs because they will corrupt. If you're a musician or you like music and you associate drugs and music together, it corrupts them. You can't do one without the other. It's a sad thing. Cause I I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna be honest and open. I am a crystal methamphetamine addict. Well, you're coming off of it. Sort of. I, I mean, I still do it every day. And um, yeah, it's kind of like the only way I can 
get into playing guitar, which sucks. Like I used to love to play guitar without using drugs, but, and I did the same thing when I was a heroin addict. I was um, associating music and songwriting, listening to music, anything with music was associated with heroin and certain songs I can't listen to anymore because they are triggers for me and they make me want to use heroin. And same thing with any kind of hard drug, methamphetamine or heroin or cocaine or crack, I guess, (laughs) if you do crack which you shouldn't, but it really does corrupt your mind and it ruins a lot of really, really good, like passion that you have for any kind of things. Like even if it isn't music, if it's art, you associate the drugs with it, it's going to corrupt it and you're going to have to have one without the other. You can't have one without the other and it sucks. And so do you feel like it completely derailed your creative process or you can't do it without it? You can't do it without it. Yeah. Yes. Well, you're not the only one. There are a lot of people who I know who use and they play music. And I do remember, you know, a lot of people would tell me like, hey, you should try it, right? You know, you should try some no, stuff. No, don't ever. Well, I, thankfully, I didn't try it. But if I'm honest, it, it's always there in the back of your mind, right? To do it. Yeah. But I think seeing kind of what's going on in your life and other people's lives, it kind of encouraged me. Maybe I shouldn't do it. Even though I think the one that kept me away from drugs the most because my dad was a cop. And so he was, you remember the D.A.R.E. campaign? Yeah. Yeah. They use music in that McGruff, the cartoon dog. So they use both of those. And uh, I think that's what kept me away from it. But I think also seeing how it affected you, man, kind of showed me, okay, you know, I really don't need to do this anyway. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's, it doesn't really broaden your horizon creatively or whatever. Just to be clear, I honestly never really felt the need to do drugs to enhance my creativity. It was more like, you know, the more people mention it to you, the more you get curious, right? And so you're kind of like, huh, like, would it really, you know, like, as a musician, you know, I want to do better, right? I want to... Practice, wanna, practice, practice. That's true. But let's be fair, and I'm not condoning drug use. It's just there are so many people in the music world who they use drugs. Yeah. And you that's hear... That's what I thought. I was like, well, right. maybe if I use drugs, I'll be really good. From the Stones to Pink Floyd, I mean, they have a lot of cool ideas, right? Mm-hmm. And Nirvana, too. like or, or Iggy Pop, right? The Stooges. Yeah. I don't think Iggy Pop ever used drugs. <laughs> right? No, I think kidding. he's clean. I think he's clean. And I think he always kept his clothes on. Yep. He never took his shirt he off. He never took it off. And doesn't he always have short hair? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think that kind he of... He does um, not want to be your dog. He <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Why would you do this to me? Oh, man. Why you here? <laughs> now I want to be your dog. <laughs> I, I want that. you here. here. In my room. <laughs> now we're going to be face to face. This is why we can't hold conversations with people because yeah. we'll get so distracted <laughs> and we'll just like play the guitar. <laughs> piano it's yeah. like it's like the it's like an e right yeah. yeah that's funny a lot of my favorite artists i mean i hate that you know a lot of them do drugs but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean i necessarily agree with what they do um from Jimi hendrix to even the beatles they had their like psychedelic phase and all that and uh, they were getting high yeah they were and to <laughs> be fair like as much as i like the creativity i think that 
I didn't want to do that because I saw a lot of things happen and you could tell me, obviously. Yeah. And I think that kind of encouraged me not to do it and just to be, you know what I mean? I kind of in my mind purposed it that fine, if I'm going to be an uninspired or a boring artist, I could do it to the best of my ability, right? And I would just kind of make the decision that maybe I don't need a substance to be a creative songwriter. And I know many sober people, you know, people who don't do anything. Like their music is cool. Yeah. And it's, I wish I would have known that back then and not been like, oh, I need to do drugs to, to get better. I should have just stuck to practice and learning new songs and not been swept in by the glamour of the drug life. Or if you even call it glamour, it's not really glamorous. It's pretty pathetic, actually. You're constantly scraping by, just trying to get by. Well, to your credit, uh, one, people need to hear what you're saying because they need to be able to relate to that. There are a lot of musicians that wish that they would never touch this stuff. <laughs> you're not the only one, man. I mean, it's pretty common. And I think a lot of people from this generation are starting to see that it's not really worth it. People who are, you know, our grandfather's age, that was a big thing back in the, the 60s, even 50s, even jazz heads. Yeah, they I were mean, all doing heroin. Right. Or isn't it like a stereotype that classical people like drink? Yeah. <laughs> jazz artists, they smoke weed and do yeah. heroin. <laughs> Miles Davis, didn't he do some heavy stuff? Uh, Coltrane and Davis, I think they both mm-hmm. got into the, the the heroin back in the 70s, 60s, 70s. Yeah. So it's not a just a rock thing. Did, yeah. No, it's and not Neil just a rock Young, thing. I don't think he ever did it, but he wrote a song about it, Needle and the Damage Done. James Taylor was into it. There's a lot of people oh, into yeah. it. So I, I consider it like a musician drug. What about Eric Clapton? Because I know he wrote cocaine, so he clearly did coke. That song, I think, is an um, anti-cocaine song, though. It's kind of like... Oh, okay. The lyrics are like, if you want to go out, you've got to take her out. So it's making oh. fun of, like, if you want to go out and do something, you have to have it. It's kind of like... Ding, 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 ding. She don't lie, she don't lie, she don't lie. Cocaine. Cocaine. A very, very important message for our listeners. So don't do drugs. And yeah. if you are doing drugs and you are struggling, there's always help. And Jeff, you're not by yourself. Yeah. But on a more serious note, I still really wanted to touch on your 1975 stuff. You're not prepared yet, huh? No, I got to look into that playlist and pick out a few key songs. Okay, well, we'll, we'll do it another time. Show us through your favorite Radiohead tracks. Um, We're just bouncing from song to song without apology. I like uh, How Can You Be Sure. Um, let's see. What's that one from a Newsiac? Yeah, um, I think that's Knives Out. Yeah, Knives Out. That one's depressing. Knives Out. If you'd been a dog, they would have drowned you at birth. Like, wow, that's a pretty oh, dark Oh, wow, that's pretty dark. And then I like, um, I like that song, like Dollars and Cents off that album, like Life in a Glass House. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that whole album, Amnesiac. That's one of my favorites. I thought you told me that was like at least number one or two. Yeah, I like that. And then I like, um, was it Hail to the Thieves got a lot of good songs. Like, um, they're there. That's one of my favorites. Oh, okay. Here, here's the one that you like. Oh yeah.
funny, no lyrics. You wish. And then, uh, wait. Wait. Oh, I messed it up. Play it, play it. Something like that? Yeah. It's like a... That's the chorus, and then just the B and A. Yeah, that one's a good one. Or also, who could forget? Yeah. Do you do the lead? Okay, you play the rhythm. <laughs> the bends is the greatest of me ever, ever had. It's the best band they'll ever, ever be. <laughs> that one's good. They're number one. How's it going in? It's like. I do love the solo in that one. That. Something like that. Yeah, it's cool. The solo. Yeah, that one's a really good, uh, that's a good song. So the bends, you kind of had like a, a bone to pick with OK Computer. Yeah, it's overrated and it, I don't know. It's just OK. It's just OK Computer. Yeah. It's OK. <laughs> it's not like, a, I mean, it's got some good songs on it. It's got, does it have no surprises on it? Yes. It does. Yeah, I like yeah. that song a lot. Yeah. Wow, I forgot the part. Yeah, see, I'm not, I'm not even. Let's see. It's basically fake plastic trees. <laughs> yeah, that one's good. But you know, I like the. Oh, airbag, yeah. I used to not play that cool. one. Yeah, you've, I've heard you play it a few times. Yeah, that's a nice, like, melodic. Yeah, that one's a good song. I like electioneering on that one. Electioneering's good. 
or who could forget? Oh, Karma, yeah. Yep, that one's a classic on there. For a minute, I lost myself. That's a good one. So, OK Computer is always a gateway to... I'm gonna put it six feet underground. Well, well I'm gonna buy this place, is what I said. That one's uh, one of Coldplay's greatest songs of all time. Rush of Blood to the Head. I love that one. No one talks about that one anymore. They always talk about parachutes. Yeah. Got the stars. Look how they shine for you. The things you do. See, I can't even do it. <laughs> I just know how to play these Sounds songs. right. I never know how to to like. Well, I do know how to sing. First off, you do off, know how to sing. You sing very well. I know how to sing, but I never like the lyrics. I just I get so caught in playing the bass line, the piano oh, line. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, or the mimicking the drums. Are like your last, last thing on your mind. Oh yeah, yeah. Or or uh, what was another one? Um, I've heard that one before. Places we've gone, all of us are done for. He goes a D minor, right? We live in a beautiful world. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We live in a beautiful world. Yep. Yeah, Buckland, he's a really good guitarist. Yeah. Yeah, man, I know you're like short for time again. So, um, yeah, I could go either way because, you know, I know you've got stuff you got to do, but Christina or Jeff or Mitch or anyone else, just hopefully not me. I don't want to talk to the mic. <laughs> I mean, I'll talk to you guys. It's just, it's boring if it's just me. Come on. It's more fun with you guys. So it's not the same. It's not work tape without you guys. So. Jeff, any lasting or sorry, ending statements? Um, yes, 1975, worst band of all time. Just kidding. No, they're a great band. You will, you will prove me right. I'll prove you right. You will prove me right. But I wait for that. I long for that. I'll have to figure out which tracks I want to <laughs> blow your mind away with that are, in my opinion, really, really good. Well, my favorite 1975 really is, uh, who are they? Oh, Groves do um, a good 1975. See, no one knows who Groves were. I, I got to see them back in 2014 in Los Angeles, in Hollywood, when I was living there. Uh, or 2015. It was either 2014, 2015. And Groves have that 1975. Because everyone wanted to sound like them. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's also another one. Oh, Bad Sons. So Bad Sons, you know, Groves, 1975. Hmm. So in my mind, I don't know if it's a 1975 track or if it's one of those other guys. You know what the name of it is? 
I know it goes. Maybe it is um, I think it's Groves. Uh, I don't think that's 1975. I'll have to look it up for you, and then I can show you. Okay. But until then, man, uh, it was great playing with you and chatting. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, that concludes episode 53. Catch you guys on the flip side. Peace out.